Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of N Express <laughs> uh, Nintendo Podcast, the official Nintendo podcast of Goombastomp.com. I'm your host, Cameron Daxon. Joining us, games editor Mark Kalaroff. Takes two to get a podcast running, apparently. It takes two takes to get a podcast running, and mm -hmm. you're not wrong. Also with us, indie games editor Campbell Gill. That reminds me I should really finish It Takes Two on Switch. It's really good, <laughs> but I've not finished it yet. <laughs> You know what? I, I, I fell off that game. I I played that game through twice, and uh, my second time around, I fell off it because just I couldn't get my partner uh, to, to get on board <laughs> with it. So that's part of it. you got to have a second willing person to play the game yeah. with you. That's the whole gimmick. That's the problem, because we got to the underwater bit, and Hannah is deeply afraid of the ocean. So Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Have her play Silt. <laughs> well, they're going. Oh, have her play sub. Have her play Subnautica. No way. <laughs> oh man, Cameron, um, I wouldn't even touch Subnautica because I can't figure out what's going on in that game. It's scary. It's um, it's fine. Replay. I, I reviewed Subnautica two for the for the website. It's uh, it's really good. I want to go back to it because I, I played like a pre. You know, I played like the the review copy. You know, before there was all the updates. So I imagine it's probably a more stable experience now because I did I did hit a couple bugs in my. Switch review. Wait, is um, Subnautica a horror game? It's not. It's just like if you're scared of the deep ocean, then you will find it deeply horrifying. Uh, it's like Minecraft, you, except it's exactly. Underwater. It's kind of it's kind of an exploration crafting game where all you do is swim around in the ocean. And there's definitely like like part of the draw of Subnautica is you want to expand your, you know, you want to get into like a little submersible and like just dive deep, 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 deep in the ocean. Um, so there's, it definitely gets to the point where it's like, wow, I am deep under the water and my oxygen tank is running low and there's a creepy glowy fish following me around. You know, it's, it's like that kind of game. Okay. That does sound um, like an existentially horrifying experience. So <laughs> yes, for the, for the, for the Thessalophobes out there, uh, yes. don't play this game. Um, but it's, it's beautiful. Like, and it has some, some interesting stuff on the surface too. I, listen, we're not here to talk about Subnautica. Um, a, a game that came out over a year ago. Topical um, discussions. Let's go. Listen, if, if there's not, if there's one thing that we are known for on this podcast, it is for extremely hot takes and topical discussions. Uh, we are going to look forward to the future here with our opening segment here. Mark just informed Campbell and myself that it is in fact Pokemon Day. In the next, what is it, February 27? 7th, yes. February 27, Pokemon Day. Uh, Nintendo always has kind of a Pokemon-focused direct around this time of year, so we thought it might be fun to throw out some Pokemon predictions. What do we think, guys? What's going to be coming out in that direct? Got, or I just going to be announced ones. in general on Pokemon Day? Go ahead. Uh, so the first one. I think we're going to get the Game Boy Pokemon games, like the main line, like Generation 1 and 2 on Switch Online. And I say that because in the recent Switch Online trailer for the Direct, they didn't, and they always have this, there's like a, a text under when they show Pokemon Stadium that's like not compatible with the Game Boy games, and it didn't show up in the latest Direct. Oh. Which Nintendo doesn't ooh, screw that up. That they is a always have it there. there. Oh, yeah. kind of and it's always like the same clips too that they use. So it's kind of weird that that was just omitted. That's a conspicuous omission indeed. Okay. Mm -hmm. I and then that. the second thing is, I think we're going to get a new Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. And I say that because this morning oh. on the Play Pokemon website, they uh, they like updated the copyright information at the bottom. And the developer of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, I think they're called Spikesofts? Chun Chunsoft? They, they made Dig, they made Dig and Rampa. Yeah, Spike Chunsoft. Spike Chunsoft. Yeah, they were listed at the bottom, and then they just disappeared. Like after people started talking about it. Wait, is Spike Chunsoft? Did they make the previous Pokemon Mystery Dungeon? Game? Yeah, they made uh, the remake for oh. um, Red Rescue Team. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. That's an interesting team to choose for that. But if they did the previous one, okay. Yeah. 
So I think we're going to get those two. And then my third, I, I'll say it every single year, Detective Pikachu on Switch. Because we got to get it eventually. They announced that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still haven't heard anything. Well, we have. Well, I should add, Mark, we have heard a little bit of something, sort of, kind of, in the Detective Pikachu sphere, which is also why I'm secondly predicting that we're going to get that Detective Pikachu game on Switch because that was that's been announced for what five years now, something yes. like that. Yes, it was one of the first Switch games announced, yeah. and now really like, it's still yes. not out. But wow. in the re- past few weeks, we did get confirmation or reconfirmation from the the studios behind Detective Pikachu the movie that there is going to be Detective Pikachu 2. It's still happening. They eventually. claim. Somehow, I still don't somehow. think it'll happen. <laughs> Maybe it's in production hell right now. Who knows? But they're insisting that it's still happening. And I think that if they're still talking about it, that means I want to keep the Detective Pikachu brand alive in some way. So what better time to kind of like re-raise awareness for the brand again than by putting the game out on Switch? Although what I have to wonder is whether it's going to end up being a remake of the 3DS game, a sequel, its own thing. Like, it's so nebulous th- right now. I feel like a remake of the 3DS game is not out of the question. I, mm. I don't know. I, I I have no interest in Detective Pikachu. I, I have not played this game. I've not watched the movie. I don't, like, I don't know. I don't what? know about Detective Pikachu. But, you haven't uh, seen the movie? The movie's no, good. No, I never got around to it. Yeah, you should it's, watch it. Um, it's pretty good. It, it's no Sonic the Hedgehog, of course. But oh no, good. it is better than Sonic <laughs> the oh, no, Hedgehog. So, Sonic the Hedgehog it is, is so much ahead. better. No, Ooh, Sonic the Hedgehog is an actual like characters and story to it, whereas Detective Pikachu is just like, ooh, pretty CGI. I could not care less about any of these creatures that I see on screen or people no. who have no oh, personality. Oh. Campbell, no. Ryan Reynolds in a fursuit. <laughs> I don't care about that. You know, it's like Sonic the Hedgehog has. I feel like Sonic the Hedgehog did a better job capturing like the vibes of the series and the characters and telling a, a pretty cool story with with memorable characters in it. Whereas, like, I could not tell you what the story of Detective Pikachu was. Like, it made no impact on me. Hmm. Yeah. I was gonna it's say I think Sonic had the better acting. Outside of maybe Ryan Reynolds as Detective Pikachu, but um, you know James Marsden, I thought was better than Justice Smith. But mm-hmm. everything else was like I'd give it to Detective Pikachu. I mean, Detective yeah, Pikachu is, is definitely a, the pre- is a... the prettiest movie out of the two. It's gorgeous, but that's all okay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say uh, this is this is a, a conversation for another time, but they do not make actors like James Marsden anymore, guys. Um, like James James Marsden has more charisma. In his pinky, than freaking. <laughs> That's an and, interesting literally, analogy. Like then, <laughs> yes. Uh, then, I think that might be know, a hot take. Then, I don't know about I that. I was gonna say that's... James Marsden is so charismatic, you guys. You don't even. I feel like there's a million Um, James Marsdens nowadays. I mightily disagree with you. Charismatic male (laughs) actors? I mean, I don't feel like they're a dying breed, exactly. Uh, (laughs) Ryan Reynolds, I'm just saying. Chris Pratt, oh my god. Pratt, Mark? Yeah, you see, Mark, you're proving my point. I'm not saying I agree with the Chris Pratt part, but that's what the general public. Well, why why would you say it as if it was your opinion, though? Like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, saying. guys. James Marsden, popular, popular actor. Chris Pratt, popular actor. You're misunderstanding my point. Popular actor is not the same as superhero film. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Listen to Chris Pratt as Mario, and charisma is not the term that comes to mind. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. Like some. Mark, being popular does not equal being charismatic. Like, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying in terms of... Because James Marsden is, like, in his 40s at this point. I think he might be 50 at this point. But uh, I'm saying, like, charismatic actors, we don't have them these days. Like, like young charismatic actors who are, like, no. Not on that level by any by any means. Uh, but this is not a movie podcast. Uh, getting distracted. As far as my predictions for Pokemon Day, I predict we're going to get a bunch of updates for mobile Pokemon games that no one cares about. Uh... <laughs> Perhaps more stuff for Pokemon Cafe Remix, a game that I thought is very fun uh, that I haven't touched in over a year. Um, probably some stuff for that. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, there's probably going to be like some some sort of Pokemon Go update. Uh, Pokemon Unite. Pokemon Unite will get something for sure. Some fun outfit. Um, 
I don't. I don't think we're gonna get the reveal of Pokemon games coming to Nintendo Switch Online or the the expansion pack just yet. I think the best we'll get is the Pokemon Trading Card game, which they already teased. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll get that dropped around that time. But I I, I don't think we're gonna get the announcement of uh, uh, Gen One, Gen Two. There's no way. Like I, I don't think so. Okay, but like um, how- this early? No, it's gonna be like six months from now. Uh huh. But I'm wondering, how have none of us mentioned or highlighted the chance of Scarlet and Violet DLC? Oh, that's going to happen. We know that's going to happen, and the timeline works out, too, because for Sword and Shield, correct me if I'm wrong, but the DLC was announced, like, um, I believe, like, early the year following the game's release. So, like, in, like, the first Mm -hmm. direct of 2020 or second direct of it. So I think we're lining up time-wise, too. Also, Cameron, yeah. I'll add on to the, the Game Boy Pokemon part. The sure. trading card game is supposed to be getting a new Kanto set, which is very odd because they usually only print the Kanto Pokemon, like the first 151 for like a special oh, occasion. Oh, Mark, <laughs> you're misunderstanding me. Um, I'm saying the Pokemon trading card Game Boy Color game, I think is going to be coming this. No, 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 I know that. But you said you don't think the, uh, the mainline ones will. I don't think they will. Not anytime soon. I yeah, I'm, I'm just like saying that usually there's like a tie-in or something so i'm just saying like it's odd that the kanto pokemon are going to get their own oh like, you're saying because expansion. the you're saying because the physical trading card game is getting a, a some kind of an update or expansion relating to the original one yes one that that indicates the timing just kind of makes sense got yeah. it got it got it got it that is compelling evidence i will admit um i guess we'll you know i guess we'll find out in the next week or two mm-hmm. um but yeah to me it's just like you guys, it's fucking Nintendo. Like they're not gonna, they're not gonna blow. Like you know, they're gonna want people to have subscribed for like a year before they reveal. Oh, also, Pokemon <laughs> games are. Do you know what I mean? Like, of like course, we, yeah. we just recently got Goldeneye for Nintendo sixty four. Like they're not. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not gonna give Pokemon right away. On we still haven't of, gotten Mario Party three in those other games, and meanwhile, they were supposed to be due by like what? This the is end what I'm saying. Like they, they want people to stay subscribed as long as humanly possible. I I I have no doubt that they're going to be withholding uh, a mainline Pokemon game um, for at least a little while. I mean, who knows? I would listen. I would love to be proven wrong so that I do not have to uh, emulate <laughs> Pokemon Fire Red. Um, instead, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind it if Pokemon Fire Red came to GBA, though. Just no, that, listen, <laughs> Campbell, that would be great. I just don't think it's going to happen anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, I'm being, uh, I feel like I'm raining on everybody's parade. No, you, um, you're not raining on the parade. You're just being realistic, which isn't always fun, but I, until my my head knows you're right, but my heart wants to disagree with you. You know that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet potential DLC, what would what would you want to see? Did you, did you bring that up, Campbell, or was that you, Mark? I, I think I brought it that up was Campbell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you what do you want to see, or do you, do you have any any hopes? Um, well, aside from a performance patch, maybe. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> essentially, uh. something on the level of what we got for the Sword and Shield DLC, I think, would be good. Primarily because Scarlet and Violet focus so much on exploration, I think that providing a new area, perhaps an, you know, the, a new island is discovered, or something like that. You know, a new sure. big open area for you to explore. Uh, like an end, an end, like a like a battle tower situation. Yeah, something, or... something like that you know a, a big like what how they create the additional wild areas and sword and shield the battle tower stuff like that so i think a big a big new zone to explore and what i would really like to see is a little more interactivity in the environments um because mm-hmm. like scarlet and violet it's great but for the most part you're kind of just exploring these areas you're picking up items you're fighting enemies and like or you're fighting pokemon that's it you know being able to have oh slightly more dynamic environments would be cool um, and that's basically all, all that I like specifically want from it. Just more Scarlet and Violet, uh, ideally a new story in there too, would be excellent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the right move. It's, it's that the first expansion, I mean, to me, it should be something like that, that like focuses on a, 
like an end game type of challenge. I mean, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm curious to see if have they. I haven't kept up on this. Have they announced that there will be DLC for Scarlet and Violet? No, but the game's so. code implies that there will. Sure. Hmm. Okay. I mean, this is did Arceus get Arceus never got DLC. Oh, it got it got DLC. No. It got free did DLC, it? like updates. Did it? Yeah. Well, well, were they updates or was it like DLC? Do you know what I mean? Hold on. I don't think that game got anything. I mean, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl got the events. Mm-hmm. Well, it got. I thought it was. I guess it was big updates, but um. I'm looking right now. Legend Legends Arceus DLC. I don't. I don't think it did. I'm, I'm again. This is just a. This is a cursory Google. So this is this is I'm I am open to being incorrect, but it looks like it's just a lot of rumors about like full on DLC. Hold on, wait a second. Yeah, Arceus never got anything. It never did. But well, what about the the Daybreak thing? Pokemon Legends Arceus Daybreak. Yeah, it got a couple of things. It's like right? it's it got, got new content. Oh yeah, well literally you go. I have a quote here that Pokemon Legends Arceus update version one point one point zero Daybreak is a free content. Yeah, the Daybreak. I, I remember DLC. that, and that added a bunch of. Uh, yeah. A bunch of stuff. Um, that totally but we're thinking left my brain. Yeah, like I, all I remembered <laughs> so about it like was the like, rest yeah. of that game. <laughs> Damn. I mean, to be fair, I really think that Legends Arceus walked so that way Scarlet and Violet could run. Um, so I don't blame you for forgetting about it. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, that DLC added a whole bunch of like new outbreaks of different Pokemon. Um, eternal Battle, Reveries, that kind of stuff. But, got it. So, But not like a new area or anything like that? Nothing like substantial as much as like what we got for Sword and Shield. But it was an update that happened post-release. So. That's fair. Yeah, so who knows? Hopefully, we'll get something um, something more substantial for these mainline Pokemon games. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, truthfully, what they'll probably do is announce another mainline Pokemon game. Like that's probably what will happen. Um, of, of course, yeah. We need clearly we need another one. Right it's been too long <laughs> since the last one came out. Oh, they're so, looking at this and they're like, that thing sold 20 million. We got to pump that next one out as soon as possible. <laughs> Masuda with dollar signs in his eyes just being of like, course. all right, crank him out. It's <laughs> so funny. Um, well, what do we think? Any other major predictions for this uh, Pokemon Day celebration that will be coming in a couple of weeks? Uh, new merchandise, trading card game expansion. Um, I would love to see a sequel to Let's Go, but... I I don't know for It's been a that. while. I, I I kind of my my hopes have dimmed on that front. Yeah, I think it was like, like to tie into Pokemon Go, and I just don't think we're ever gonna see that again. It's mm-hmm. really strange because they were positioning Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee as like a new type of Pokemon game, a new tier of Pokemon, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it just it sold really happened. well too. It sold absurdly well, which is like, like fifteen million or yeah. so. And yeah, which is insane and it totally lends itself to additional games you know let's go what would it be for like uh gold and silver like um i don't know what pokemon you mentioned but it's let's go bonsley and let's go (laughs) meryl let's go meryl (laughs) there you go for for gen for gen 2 it would have to be like who who were like the mascots of Gen Two? Oh, I literally Ho- don't even know. Ho-Oh and Lugia. Not, not Totodile. No, it wouldn't be Ho-Oh. It's a legendary. It would be like, let's go. It would be like baby Pokemon. It would be like let's go Pichu and Iglybuff. Right? Because baby Pokemon. Like, <laughs> Why is that, that would not Pokemon? sell. The main the main <laughs> yeah. option that came to mind for me is let's go Suicune. <laughs> wow, that'd be so, like Pokemon Crystal. Honestly, yeah, that would be Crystal at that point, but that would still be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess we'll we'll circle back um, in a couple of weeks when the when the inevitable huge Pokemon Day announcements come out. We will of course uh, report back on those. Uh, let's go. Let's take a a quick little break. We're gonna come back, and uh, we kind of alluded to it before. We're gonna talk about the first round of Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games, maybe just Game Boy Advance games, we'll see, uh, that came out to the Nintendo Switch Online service. So stay tuned, we'll be right back.
Alrighty, we are back. So, uh, over the last couple of weeks, actually, let's say the last week, <laughs> barely a week, I would say, uh, we've had some time to play around with the Nintendo Switch Online recently added Game Boy and Game Boy Advance apps that have been added to the service. I guess my question for you, gentlemen, is thoughts, feelings? What have you played? What have you not played? What are you excited about? So, uh, it's just, excellent. Anybody, anybody can jump in. It's excellent. It's, it's really excellent. good. Yeah. So, it's... Mark, let's. I'm going to turn it over to you. You played through already Super Mario Brothers. Uh, oh boy, Super Mario Advance for Mario Three, mm-hmm. um, and the majority of the e-reader levels. I, I and the, the added. E- oh man, do you guys? <laughs> I want to pause <laughs> there. Are you guys familiar with the e-reader? Do you know what the e-reader? Oh, oh yeah, is? that I thing am. is a piece of shit. Let I me had tell an e- you. <laughs> you guys, I was so hyped for the e-reader. I, I like bought an e-reader myself. I bought the packs of cards. I don't think I have the cards anymore. They're probably worth money, uh, which is a shame because I don't think I have them anymore. Um, I loved those e-reader cards just because I remember growing up, my brother had his GBA and he had the e-reader, he had the yeah. cards, and he could not organize them for the life of him. And they were oh, you gotta, cards, you were, keep cards were strewn all over the house and the car, and I would like, try and find them all over the place and look at them oh. and be like, wow, here's this card with Game & Watch on it. I wonder what this does. Donkey Kong's on this one. That's weird. <laughs> and eventually, like, he gave me his GBA one day, and I was like, well, what happens? And like, I put the card in, and I was like, this is magic oh my god listen a, a magical idea with just an insane like requirement to overcome like <laughs> like truthfully a, a cool idea of like hey you take this one this one physical object and you scan it into another physical object and you get a digital game like that's kind of cool mm-hmm. but just the execution was just so crazy you had to scan like five games five yeah. cards to get one crappy NES game, like what are we talking about? <laughs> right, yeah. It's um, like I had the cards, but not the not the device. Thank you. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's like you can no. only go through so much effort for to play Game and Watch. You know, <laughs> it was it was just a just one of those ill con- the classic ill conceived Nintendo peripheral. Like there's so many of them, and especially on the Game Boy Advance, we we were we were just chock full of terrible peripherals. Honestly, on the Game Boy Advance. It's, it's funny mm-hmm. looking back. I was saying, like, was this like the start of Nintendo's fascination with game cards and stuff? Because they like they've been trying to make that happen for decades. Like, remember the AR cards on 3DS too? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's kind of a recurring theme for them, which I think that's that's funny. The e-reader only caused destruction. You, you, did, you, did you guys <laughs> yeah. know that was the reason the Pokemon trading card game the price went up? Wait, what? Yeah, they implemented the e-reader into the cards. So there's a select series of cards where you can actually scan them with the e-reader, and it gives you, like, Pokedex entries and minigames. What? Except, yeah, except then what happened was they were like, to print these on the cards, we need to raise the price for manufacturing. So the Pokemon trading card game went up by, like, a dollar. And then when they canceled the e-reader line and went back to the regular Pokemon cards, they kept the price. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. You see, it sound, that sounds like a magical idea, honestly, <laughs> but it sounds like it had a net negative effect, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. played, like, little short films or, you know, it was a bunch of bullshit crammed onto that thing. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, that doesn't shock me at all that it, that it completely changed how, how the pricing uh, worked. Mm-hmm. Um Wow, sorry. The games yeah, I played completely <laughs> derailed. Completely derailed this conversation. Um, of course. So you played you, you played through Super Mario Advance Four, mm-hmm. aka Mario Brothers Three, already. Uh, I know you said you started playing the Minish Cap. Yes. Uh, what else have you mm-hmm. checked out? Um, well, I checked out all the Game Boy games. I love Paper Mario. Uh, Paper Mario. I love. Mo- I hate Paper Mario. Mario. I love Mario and Luigi. <laughs> Wait, what you hate? Hold on. Okay, hold on. We got to pause there. Wait a second. You- <laughs> Wait a second. This is so funny. We're. You hate Paper Mario what? in general, or you hate the original? No, Nintendo no, no, no. no. I just Mario. my first Paper Mario game was Sticker Star, and that game oh, was God. awful. Yeah, so oh, ever sure. since then, I've been like, nah. Well, don't <laughs> oh, man, Mark, the you gotta play for its worst game. Yeah. Mark, you should, you should really. I know play... the A Thousand Year Door. No, 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 no. Also, the, the... Super Paper Mario. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No, no. Yeah, I was gonna say the one that's on the Nintendo sixty four. Oh, that too. Uh, right now, the one that's on the the Switch Online expansion pack is great. 
It's a classic. Yeah, but why, Cameron, why play those lame games when you have Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, which is an actual masterpiece? Mark, why not God both? damn. As, as if... Oh, Mark, what, okay, Mark, one of these days... You keep pushing my buttons. One of these days, we got to have a conversation about like Mark's relationship to classic games, uh, because <laughs> it is slowly making me insane. Um, but uh, no, yeah, I'll try. I'll try out Paper Mario one day. I'll try out Paper Super, Mario. But oh, God, you know, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga is just oh, it's so good. That's I would say that's the best game in this entire lot of GBA games. I really love that one. It's really good. I think uh, Minish Cap is a strong contender, but... Uh, yeah, I've been playing. I played through the first dungeon already. I'm up to the second one. It is very, very good so far. Extremely good game. Mm-hmm. Extremely good game. Um, and uh, we got to talk about the wild card game here. Kuru, Kuru, Kururin. Oh, heck yes. It's good. Uh, one of the most insane games maybe ever. Not insane. Insane <laughs> is a strong word. Uh, one of the most, uh, uh, I will say, interesting games. Um I didn't realize this is one of the first times this game is... Well, not the first time. This game was originally a Japanese uh, Game Boy Advance launch title. And it was available... It was eventually made available on the Wii eShop? Maybe the Wii U? Wii U. Yeah, Wii, Wii U. U. Thank you. It was eventually made available on the Wii U eShop. So this marks the first time this was brought over to a... Well, I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, I don't know. It, I, it was surprising to see this game. Is, is all first I, I time on that. a handheld in the U.S. Yeah, well, I get the Wii U though. I don't know. Yeah, the Wii, Wii U wasn't handheld. Wii U is not a handheld. <laughs> Good lord. Um, that thing enough. you couldn't move two feet from the. If console. you're calling that a handheld, the GameCube is also a handheld because it has a handle. <laughs> it's got a handle. What more could you want? Yeah. Um, that's really funny. But I love- so yeah. Go so, ahead. I was just going to say, I love Kuro Kuro Kuro, and I'm just saying. Like, I've been addicted to Please. this game. Um, and what I also it's think really is really funny about it, though, is because last week, when we were talking about the games that were announced for GBA Online, uh, and Mark, you were like, yeah, the Kuro Kuro Kuro, and that's where a uh, Smash Bros. trophy is from. And I was like, what? I don't recognize that. And I started playing it, and I was like, wait, this is where that horrifically annoying giant floating bar trophy comes from. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. We're missing one uh, game. What are we missing? Uh, WarioWare. WarioWare and, of course, Mario Kart Super Circuit as well. Yes. Which is the worst game of the lot. I guess so. I I haven't played it yet just because, like... It's not a bad game. It's just, I would say it's the worst out of these six. I would say out of of these six, it's probably the one that has aged the most. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like... Like it's like the other one. Like Mario Three is a timeless game. Minish Cap's pretty timeless. Um, Super Smash Bros. is still extremely strong. WarioWare, mm. like it's so unique that it'll never go to style. Same with Kuru Kuru. Super Circuit's probably the one that like most directly can be like, well, why wouldn't I just play Mario Kart Eight? You know, like it's a little a little mm. harder of a sell, I think. Um, that said, I remember um, a few years ago playing. Uh, Super Mario Kart with my niece and nephew, and they had a blast, uh, despite growing up with the most recent iteration of Mario Kart. So, like, I don't know. There's, there's still there's still a draw there. Like, there's, there's a course, certain design yeah. aesthetic, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I would I would say there's still something there for sure, and it's cool that it's included. Like, you would think it would be just as easy for them to to leave it, you know, leave it behind, but they they brought it out, which is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. All good games. Um, uh, Campbell, what you said you've pretty much only messed around with Minish Cap at this point? Yeah, uh, Kuru 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 and Minish Cap, uh, as well as Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Bros. 3, uh, a name which I literally had to look it up to make sure I said it right just now. <laughs> Nightmare. Just, Nightmare naming. Why is it like that? It's the fourth and third game at the same time. I hate it's terrible. that. But it's that's amazing because, like, starting with uh, Super Mario, though, like, I have never dug into this version of the game before like i played the original super mario bros 3 uh the nes version but playing the the gba version is like really good and i love the the graphical style they put on this too um so i've been really enjoying that um but yeah it's both that kuru 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 and again it's great addictive challenging annoying but also like you're an adorable little creature in a orb in like a thing that's spinning around and you can't crash <laughs> uh, the walls you explode which is lovely yes. 
the the game tells you you're in a helicopter. Yes. Um. It, so you're getting in a helicopter. World's least effective helicopter. I'll just say that. <laughs> the <laughs> slowest rotating uh, helicopter of all time. Uh, yeah. What a what a hilarious uh, concept for for a game. And I love that they incorporate like between levels. You have these little cutscenes mm-hmm. with these very beautiful like uh, uh not, not sprites. Art, yeah. Yeah, mm. pixel pixel portraits, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what you want to call it. Like they're like polygon. I don't even know how to describe it. Um, these kind of like pseudo three D character models, um, which was truly like the hallmark of the Game Boy Advance. Like that kind of stuff was all over the place. Like we 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 loved that on the Game Boy Advance. We all <laughs> lost our minds. Um, we loved big chunky sprites, and we loved the weird, terrible pseudo three D on the Game Boy Advance. That was that was what we loved. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get to you get to definitely get to see that in all its glory with Kuru Kuru. Yeah, uh, dig into. I was not prepared for the game to look as pretty as it is. You know, like I saw this, the trailers. You know, just the gameplay is pretty basic. But it, like you're just saying, the the character portraits, the cutscenes are like, wow, this is actually quite pretty for such a silly the, the little game. The Game Boy Advance was a phenomenally powerful system mm-hmm. for one. The Game Boy Advance yeah. is more powerful, like twice as powerful as the Super Nintendo, I believe. Right. Um. Like, they, they touted 32-bit graphics on the Game Boy Advance, which, like, seemed crazy. And then it's like, no, no, this game is this game can run, not just run, but improve uh, Super Nintendo games. Like, that was, like, the whole thing <laughs> about it, you know? The, it was literally a Super Nintendo in the palm of your hand. It was, it was pretty wild um, what they were able to do with that system, despite it having less buttons for some insane reason. Um, it was a great yes, system. Yes, that's true. I never thought yeah. about God, that. I never thought about that, huh? Yeah, figure why that does out. It, why does it have fewer buttons? Why? Because Nintendo is crazy with these things. Why I guess it... they didn't need the buttons. <laughs> Apparently You would not. think. I, I, I'm really curious to see what it will be like to play. Because you know that they're going to eventually port um, <laughs> Super Mario Bros. Advance to Super Mario World. Uh, <laughs> to... Uh, to the Game Boy, or to the Game Boy Advance Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack app, mm-hmm. and I'm really curious to see what playing that game will be like because, yeah, you do you do use all the buttons um, on the Super Nintendo, uh, so I, I I don't remember because I remember playing that game with Game Boy Advance, but I don't remember how it compares to the Super Nintendo version. Um, you probably just have to input the commands slightly differently or. I'm sure they had some kind of workaround. It's Nintendo. They they figured it out, you know. Um, yeah, I'll have that to was my that. childhood game. The, like the, the, Super, the, the Game Boy Advance version of Super Mario World? Mm-hmm. Well, you'll have to tell me. How did you do a spin jump in that game? I believe you clicked the shoulder button. Interesting. Yeah, on the I'm Super Nintendo, sure. the, the, yeah. the shoulder buttons in the Super Nintendo version, I'm pretty sure, like, let you move the camera. Um... But I could be wrong about that. I'll have to. I'll have to do my homework and and, and take a look. I'll have to. I'll have to bust out my my Super Nintendo Mini and uh, and see and see what the control scheme was for. Why don't game. we just Mario World control scheme? Yeah, right. That's always an option too. Let's, let's look it up right now. The live demonstration. Real time journalism. This is guys. This is this is how we this is how we fact check each other. The spin jump was A. The jump yep. was B. Yep. The run and throw was X and Y. Yep. Move screen right was R. You're right. That's move right. screen left was left. There you go. So yeah, so we had R and L as your move screen. So I don't know if they just like took that out of the Game Boy Advance version or just like mapped it differently. Um, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure A... Wait. A was the regular jump, and then B was like the action button, and then L was... or R was the spin jump. I think so. Yeah, so they just remapped it. So it, it'll be funny comparing the two games because you know they're they're eventually going to bring that to the the Switch Online. It would, it would be very surprising to me if they didn't. Um, it's funny because they're they're like visually almost one to one. So that would be a mm. bit of a surprise if they did bring it over to the the Switch Online expansion pack. Um, we know that there's games coming up. We don't know when they're coming. Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, Fire Emblem, Metroid Fusion, F-Zero, mm-hmm. and Golden Sun. Um, do we... I can't remember if we talked about this last week. Do we want to make like a brief prediction? Anything we hope is coming to the, the Game Boy Advance? Mario vs. Donkey Kong. 
That'd be sick. Oh yeah, I hundred percent guarantee we'll get it. That'd be good. I would. I would be not mad at that. Um, I would love to see. <laughs> what I would love to see is the weird experimental Game Boy Advance games like uh, Boktai. Yes. Do you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? the, the solar? Like, yeah, the solar powered. The solar powered yeah. game. Like I would love to see a, a weird, terrible port of Boktai. I wonder um, if they could do that with like the Switch's like IR camera. I listen. These are the questions we all have. I would love to see it. Like oh, you could so still good. play that game. There was a uh, they let there was items you could find within the game that let you play it without standing in direct sunlight. So Campbell, do you know what we're talking about when I when I reference Boktai? Honestly, I don't know if I. You're drawing do. a blank. It's a it's a Hideo Kojima game. That's the one. Kojima yes. original. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. And he has a sun gun, and he like fights vampires. The sun there gun that could be charged by standing in direct sunlight. Because sunlight. The cartridge. Yes. The cartridge had a sensor, a thermal sensor. Yes. Uh, how does how how did it do that? <laughs> you would stand outside with your Game Boy Advance and, and charge you'd up literally your gun. charge it. Yeah. Bok-tai. It's a portable system Bok-tai. cable. There wow. were two of them actually. It was a sequel. Wait, the the subtitle was literally "The sun is in your hand." That's yes. right. Well, that's clever, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> it's Kojima, baby. Okay. Wow. The gun from that game is actually in Metal Gear Solid 4. When you beat the game, they give you the sun gun. So wait, wait, question then. How would they handle the sun charging on the Switch version of the game then? Well, that's what I'm saying. The Switch's IR camera, like how they used it for 1-2 Switch with like Uh light. Sense the sunlight, basically? I guess so. Because wasn't there, there was a mini game, I thought, where you could like detect like light. I I didn't touch that game with a thirty-five and a half foot pole, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I mean, it's very funny. surely you could use the IR camera for something at least, but <laughs> huh? I was messing around with a uh, with a 3DS yesterday, um, and uh, I, I picked up some random uh, like an AR game, where like you move the 3DS around and it and, it, and like. You're you're taking a a picture of the of the room that you're in that's displaying on the screen, but then like digital characters will appear. Mm-hmm. Um, that was wild technology, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, face uh, raiders. Uh, I'm thinking of face raiders. No, it wasn't. Raiders, it was. Uh, I don't even remember the name of it. It was like the 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 Denpa Men or something like some weird oh, like DSIware. I, I know the game you're talking about. Actually, yeah, that was Incredible. so weird. Yeah, <laughs> there were like a handful of games that really went hard with the 3DS AR, um, but never really caught on. Even Bravely Default does. Wait, hold on. It does. It, I don't know how much it's implemented, but I remember the opening cutscene of Bravely Default is, like, fully in AR. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, 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 please, please fact check me on this, because it's I'm crazy. Up. Yeah. What? Make sure this wasn't a fever uh, dream. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at like maybe... It was no, just... this is real. This is this is real. It happened. Hold on. Yeah, I'm, um, I see it now. Bravely Default, all AR movies slash cards. Thank you. My goodness. Um, I would, per- I mean, listen, guys, oh. we have, to, we have to, we have to make this prediction that will never come true. Mother three, <laughs> mother three, Game Boy Advance. I don't know, man. Online. Honestly, I don't make think it, it could. I don't think it's impossible <laughs> now because I've been reading, researching on this a little bit. And the thing is, the reason why mother three didn't come to the West was because Nintendo was like, this game is so freaking weird. It's not going to make any money. You know, like we can't we can't solve this. Now it doesn't have to. It doesn't it literally doesn't have to. So there is mm. no reason not to put it on the platform. If anything, this will boost subscriptions now. So because it's become such a cool classic. People are gonna flock to this thing just to finally see what people have been bothering Reggie about for the past few decades. <laughs> yes. We could get imagine guys, imagine the Reggie tweets if Oh if, my gosh. If Mother Three comes to switch. <laughs> wow. Um iconic. God, I'm 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 salivating just thinking about it. I hope his first I, I words would be, "I'm happen. free." I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> just nothing else. Just that in a tweet, no context. I'm, just I'm free. Tweets a video, and it's just a close-up of his face with one lone tear dripping down his cheek. <laughs> just I'm free. He's so funny. He's on top of the bones of all the fans that he's blasted with the the Reggie laser after asking about Mother Three. <laughs> That'd be be so freaking funny um 
That said, the, the Game Boy Advance was a repository for fantastic RPGs. Um, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance should totally come. Uh, I know we're getting Fire Emblem. There's at least... Oh, boy. I know there's at least one more Fire Emblem game beyond the one that they've that, that will inevitably come. Well, it didn't come to the West. It's actually on the Japanese one. It was shown well, this, in the direction of saying. coming. I think Kurakuru has kind of cracked the, cracked through that a little bit. I know that it got an official Western release on the Wii U, but I feel like the inclusion of Kurakuru, Kuru, and maybe I'm extrapolating too much here, um, a launch title Japanese Game Boy Advance game is indicating that, like, hey, we're willing to bring more Japanese-only games to this service. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm reading too much into it. I know, but I'm saying that literally, like, it was in the Japanese Direct, but not in the American one. Oh, sure. Yeah, of yeah. course that happens. Too. I mean, yeah, there, there's a chance it could come later down the line. Yeah, perhaps. maybe. I mean, they localized the original, you know, Fire Emblem, Blade of Light, so... Yes, but that was for a limited time release yes, for some was. reason. Yes. <laughs> They didn't and even I, put and they the sold service. yes, and they sold the crystal cartridge that you could buy with the art book, which I have. So awesome, uh, Mark. Yes, do you yeah. want to just just while we're kind of on the subject, do you want to run through the rest of your predictions list for services that should come to the Game Boy Advance uh, service? Oh sure, uh, Metroid Zero Mission, Kirby yes. Nightmare in Dreamland, Wario Land Four. Uh, I think we'll see Pokemon Pinball Ruby Sapphire because mm. I I don't know. I just kind of feel like we'll get that one. And then I really hope Mother 3, but yeah. I don't know. I have a good feeling about that one. I I think uh, I would love to see um, uh, that version of Pokemon Pinball. The, the Game Boy Color Pokemon Pinball is also fantastic. Um, so that would be sick if that, if that was able to come to the service as well. Uh, a lot of potential, you guys. The libraries for these games were just so completely packed. <laughs> Uh, for these for these uh, consoles, I should say, were just so completely stacked that it would. Uh, there's a lot to pull from. I, although I gotta say, um, last week I downloaded the Game Boy uh, app. I downloaded the Game Boy Advance app. Kind of poked around, played a little Tetris, got very excited, and then just kind of on a whim, I fired up the Nintendo 64 app, the Super Nintendo app, and the NES app, and just nothing new has been added. <laughs> For a long time, yeah, outside of Goldeneye, they're it's dormant. It's a dire, sad. it's a, it's a dire situation, you guys. And it's like it does make me wonder the frequency with which these apps will be updated with new games. It seems like Nintendo's attention span is getting uh, smaller and smaller with each yes. of these platforms. Like they support NES online for like a year or thereabouts. Uh, what so about the Genesis? Lord, <laughs> it's a tragedy. It's just a tragedy. They've had like what maybe two drops of additional games on the Genesis, and it's been out for. I don't even yeah. know how long now. I'm trying to think, but like over a year. Over a year. Oh my goodness! You know, that's tragic. It's a, they're selling it as a added bonus of the expansion pack, and so they're just laying it rot. When Sega has proven a billion times that there are more than enough classic Genesis games to sell fifty different combo packs of retro games and stuff, so like, why can't they load that up on the Switch Online? It's yeah. Crazy. It's, uh, I don't know, it's, I, I don't, again, I'm not trying to bring everybody down, but it does make me wonder, like, like I, I don't know, I, I don't, part of the thing that is actually kind of great about the Nintendo's, the, the, the NES um, app, Campbell, that you mentioned, mm -hmm. I actually think it's kind of great that they keep randomly supporting that. Like, I was shocked that Mother 1 was brought over. Like, I know that's a few months ago at this point, but it's like, mm -hmm. to get... To get that on the NES thing is pretty freaking cool. Um, and it was completely kind of out of left field. And I like that they're pulling from their back catalog and bringing weird, deep-cut, Japanese-only games to the NES service. So I'm optimistic that they'll keep supporting the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance app with those kinds of games. I think that would be really great. I just... <laughs> I don't know. I'm... I'm both optimistic and also very wary because I feel like we've been burned before. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, I don't know, it sucks to get your hopes up and yeah. then have them dashed over and over. Too much before. Yeah. You see, that's a problem because 
either where in a dry spell like we have right now, or Nintendo can go back to doing week like monthly drops of additional classic games, and we can get more classics like Claymates for the Super Nintendo, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, what other beautiful ones we got? Super Soccer. You God, know? all those games are terrible. Mm-hmm. Congo's Caper. How about that? Prehistoric Man. Importantly, prehistoric <laughs> with a K. Everybody's favorite. You know, like, that that's the issue. It feels like either they're not supporting it at all, or just scraping the very bottom of the barrel when it comes to these games, too. Yeah, it feels like the curation is is kind of strange. It leaves I would, something to be desired, yeah. Has anyone... Gosh, I, I can't believe I've never really thought about this before. Like, who's... Do we know who's doing that? Like, there's got to be a Nintendo Online curator. Right? Like, who's who's in charge of that? Somebody's uncle who works at Nintendo, I guess. Somebody's <laughs> uncle who works at Nintendo, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm going to need... Um, I'm going to need... <laughs> Campbell, I'm going to need you to talk to Doug Bowser about this. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, just l- let me crawl out of the box under his desk, and I'll ask him. <laughs> you know what? He's at, he's at uh, Nintendo Land in L.A. right now. Maybe I'll just drop by and, and see him. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, uh, good point, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll pop over tomorrow and, uh, and, and as he's going on the Mario Kart ride, you just what I'm saying. I'll, throw I'll Miyamoto kinda, right into the track and jump. I'll, I'll, in sidle, up, I'll sidle up next to him <laughs> and be like, "Yo, Doug, what's, you're murdering what's going on? Miyamoto." Wait one second here. <laughs> what? Yeah, just push him not not into the track, but you know, just push him aside and then you know, hop in with Doug Bowser. Okay, put you, your arm over him. You didn't say pushing him aside. You said push him into the track, which you know <laughs> that Mark, that's murder. I'm just saying that is that is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, on that happy so note. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So um, let's pivot over to the Game Boy side. Uh, so Campbell and I have not played as many of these games um we i, I mentioned that you know you got to play a little tetris because tetris but mm-hmm. um other than that i i basically i turned on metroid 2 just to mess with the filters because uh, i wanted to see what the kind of the display options are but other than that i have not played any of these uh these nine games really over on the game boy side oh um, nine. Mark, did any stick out to you were there nine games I thought there were six. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at nine. Is Tetris, nine? Mario Land 2, Metroid 2, Kirby's Dream Land, uh, Zelda Link's Awakening, Alone in the Dark, mm-hmm. Game & Watch, Gargoyle's Quest, and Warrior Land 3. Gotcha. Right, right, right. Yeah, I uh, I beat Kirby's Dream Land, which nice. only took me like 15 minutes. I love that game. <laughs> <laughs> it is absurdly short. Yeah. It's short it is. Yeah. If you know what you're doing, you can get through it in like 15, 20 minutes. When I played for the um, first time, I was like, is that it? As a kid, I was like, <laughs> I, did I get scammed here? But <laughs> I was like, I, I, I paid good money for this game. I'm, is this it? That's <laughs> yep. so funny. That's, that is indeed it. And then I played uh, Mario Land 2 for the first time. It was good. Mm-hmm, I didn't mm-hmm. think it was amazing. I, I still like the first one better, but it was definitely a good game. And then I played some Tetris, which is just Tetris. And then Tetris. Um, I tried out a little bit of Link's Awakening. I just beat the remake, so I... You know, I don't feel like a reason to go back to it. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's Link's Awakening. It's, it's probably the, the best game, game out of all these games here. And then um, I feel like I tried one more. Which one was it? I don't know. Oh, Wario Land. I, I tried out Wario Land. Um, I was not a fan of it. Wario Land is so different than what people think it is. Yeah, I, I, do. Uh, I did not expect that to be what yeah, it was. Yeah, it's... Uh, I think people think of Wario Land like, oh, Wario Land, Mario Land. It's like, no, no, no. It's it's compl- it's a completely different mechanics than uh, than a lot of people think it is. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm. It's it's a it again. We we commented on this a little bit last week. It's an interesting lineup for the Game Boy. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know what else I would want to be brought to the service other than we we mentioned Pokemon and Pokemon Pinball. I uh, I don't know what I would want to see on the Game Boy side. Um, we talked about Mario Land, I guess. Yeah, they should they should just for historical purposes bring over Mario Land. But um, like my experience with the Game Boy was Pokemon and licensed games, and like that was sort of it. Maybe maybe Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest Three would be sick. Uh, but since they're remaking that over on the Square side and the HD two D engine, I kind of doubt 
they'll bring that over. Maybe Final Fantasy Legend. Yeah, I highly doubt. But even then, they 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 just dropped the Final Fantasy Legend collection um, not that long ago over on the Switch that has all those Game mm. Boy games. So it's like I I kind of don't know what they're what they'll bring over to this. I guess the Oracle games have already announced that. Um, Pokemon Trainer game we talked about that Kirby's Tilt and Tumble. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know what else they would bring. I don't know. I'm curious. I, there, I mean I, I don't yeah, even my, have my, yeah I don't know predictions. Because I honestly don't even know what else they could bring over. Yeah, I would love sure. to see the Metal Gear Solid uh, Game Boy game. That <laughs> yeah, one's really—it's so good. Yeah. That game is criminally underrated. It's really and, good, well, and, and it would fill a niche that's currently not available over on this side of just like a straight-up mm-hmm. action game. You know? Yeah, that too. Yeah, uh, but outside of Super Mario Land, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Literally, like, the only games I could ever request for the Game Boy Online is just the Oracle games, which are already in train. So that's mm-hmm. Oh, Kirby's Dream Land 2. That one, oh, too. there's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one's... That. Oh, Ki- oh, Kid Icarus. Um, Myths and Monsters. Oh, right. Oh, there is a Kid Icarus game. That one would be good. That's yeah, that good one was point. good. Okay, so yeah, I can see them bringing that, because that's first party. <laughs> um, yeah, I could, I could see that. I could see that happening. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this kind of scrolling through a cursory list here. Do we do we want the There's Donkey, a Donkey Kong, Kong game for Game Boy? Oh yeah, that one's great. That one's great. Yeah. Which one? Donkey Kong. The Country Donkey Kong. No, 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 not that one. Yeah, you're talking about the Donkey Kong. Yeah, 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 yeah Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong Land or whatever it's called. No, it's just uh, called Donkey yeah, Kong. Well, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. No, yeah, it's Donkey Kong Land for the Game Boy. Yeah, I could mm-hmm. see that. Um, yeah, so there's options. Things could come. Listen, I would love to be surprised. And again, the Game Boy was such a such a, a massively popular system um, all over the world that like they could bring over like Mega Man games. Like there's all there's all kinds of options. Um, that oh, Mario sure Pick Cross. Yeah, why not? Bring it over. <laughs> like, why the heck not? Again, just, if anything, just for for like historical purposes, you know, just to mm-hmm. just to give people a taste of of the old days. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll hold. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll obviously keep our eyes peeled hopefully they'll they'll bring us lots of uh lots of fun titles um do we let's see here i'm, I'm just kind of quickly glancing at the website uh to see if there's any other predictions that people have about that kind of thing it doesn't look like it um anything further we want to say about these online services i think it's great that they're bringing over metroid 2 uh, because you know that game got a full scale top to bottom remake over on the 3DS, I think it's awesome that they're bringing over the original game as well. And if they bring over Zero Mission, <laughs> if they bring over Zero Mission to the Game Boy Advance, there's actually a way to play Metroid One within Zero Mission, which would be hilarious if um, people, <laughs> because you can also play Metroid One yeah. on the NES side. So it'd be great if people would uh, play Metroid One through Zero Mission on the Game Boy Advance app on the Nintendo Switch Online. I would love to see that. Uh, in itself, like, it's just a beautiful sentence you just said there. Wow, yeah, it's perfect, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's one of those... Yeah. It's one of those... Uh, you know, you're taking a game through time, you know? I, I would love to see it. Um, if Zero Mission comes to Switch... that in- Oh, no, because of right, Return to Samus remake. I was about to say the entire Metroid... Uh, the 2D franchise would be on Switch. We're close. Almost. Yeah. Almost. I mean, one pretty much, because you got Metroid 1 on the NES, Metroid 2 on the Game Boy, mm-hmm. uh, Super Metroid's on the Super NES, Metroid Fusion. Fusion. Would... Mm-hmm. So and yeah, then you'd, you'd have all yeah. the originals. You'd have all the mainline games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just not the remakes. Just not remakes the remakes, which is like, that's fine. Yeah, that's, 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 that's okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, people have been clamoring. That, I mean, I, I believe a few months ago I was clamoring for that very thing. Um, Metroid Fusion is so freaking good, guys. I, I, I can't wait for that. For, uh, to play that again um yeah that, that would be that would be sick um and i guess they've set the precedent now that we've got game and watch gallery three on the game boy side like yeah, they've, they've opened the door for all the game and watch galleries like I, I hope that's what the service doesn't turn into is a bunch of like stuff like that you know game watch gallery two game watch gallery four it's like all right that would be not as fun um but yeah, the potential is there. I, I just hope that Nintendo doesn't lose interest with these services like they did with the Nintendo 64 side. Uh, but I have yes. my my hopes are high 
Hopes We're are still high. waiting for Mario Party 3. I mean, just please don't let it end on GoldenEye. I'm just saying, don't let the N64... No, no, we still, got, we still got Mario Party 3. Let's hold on hope for that, then. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, I guess, I guess we'll call it there, then. So, we'll report back. We know Pokemon Day is coming up, so we're going to follow up on that. And, of course, as more games are added to these uh, Game Boy services we will be playing them and talking about them here on the show i i do i i think it's a phenomenal idea camel that you had about like when when the oracle games come to the service i really do think we should set aside a week or two weeks and just <laughs> like talk and play through those whole games Heck and really yeah. just deep dive on them because they're so good and so interesting um and i think if you play the minish cap you'll kind of get that like nintendo and Capcom had a really interesting partnership around that time. Mm -hmm. And um, if you enjoy Minish Cap, then I think you'll really like the Oracle games. Like, so when those games inevitably come to the service, we, we got to set aside some time. I'm super down them. for that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, fully you want to know what Go we ahead, should bro. talk about before we end? That sure. uh, Did you guys see the trailer for that Tetris movie? Excuse me, Tetris movie? I didn't watch it yes, yet. No. They're coming oh. out they're coming out with a documentary about the story of the rights to Tetris it's and how not a documentary. About them. It is a fictional Well it's a okay, yeah, so it's I just a, looked it up according it's based to Wikipedia. On the real story. According to Wikipedia, it is an upcoming two thousand twenty three biographical thriller film. <laughs> Remind yeah, me. biographical thriller is the opposite of a documentary. I just want yes. to be very clear. And remember, that. we are talking yes. about uh, Tetris yes, of course. here. <laughs> yes. But uh, well, Hiroshi Yamauchi, the Nintendo president, yeah, in the yeah, trailer. Uh, and Miyamoto. Which is... People playing go. them. <laughs> That's fascinating. Um, the story of how Tetris was brought to Nintendo is fascinating. And there's already, like, a ton of drama that can happen. Like, you've got the... You've got, like... The Cold War. You've got East versus, East versus West. You've got like there's a lot of drama to be mined from that interaction. Um, I remember mm -hmm. there's a great book that none of you have read uh, called Game Over. Press Start to Continue, which is one of the one of the. It's one of those like it's historical fiction, but it's really fascinating. It talks a little bit about like the history of Nintendo, and specifically, there's a lot of pages devoted to how Tetris got made and brought to the Game Boy and shown to the Japanese developers. There was so, like, getting the Russian developers who made Tetris and the Japanese people who made the Game Boy and, like, an American to translate and put it all together was, like, a fascinating sequence of events that, that, that you know, was, was really, really interesting. So if the, if the movie can capture even, like, a fraction of that, just the interesting stuff that was happening there. I think it'll be an interesting story. Um, but that's it. I haven't watched the trailer yet. So, Mark, you, I mean, you tell me. Is there anything that you think is particularly noteworthy? Uh, no. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> it looks... I'm, I'm interested to see it, just to see what they do with it. But I will say this. The guy who's playing the former Nintendo president, uh, Yamauchi, looks, like, exactly like him. Like, the makeup awesome. and stuff, like, is uncanny. Like... You knew who he was just watching the trailer, even if you didn't know who the other people were. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's great. I mean, that goes a long way. Like, with these biopics, it always, you know, there's always a, it helps when the people, like, are able to embody those characters. And Yamauchi, like, was just such a towering figure in Nintendo's history. Um, and, of course, I'm very curious to see about the, the, the gentleman uh, portraying Miyamoto. Like, I wonder what that's going to look like. Mm -hmm. um, He's in one shot of the trailer. It's Miyamoto with his, uh, his long hair. That's awesome. A young, a young Miyamoto. That's great. Um, that's great. Listen, I think, I, I think the, the time is ripe for more historical dramas about, uh, about classic <laughs> Nintendo games. Did you guys ever watch um, that show on AMC? What was it called? Um... Oh, gee, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, uh, I know so, what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Talking about? It's about programmers in the 80s. Uh, halt and Catch Fire. That was not what I was thinking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a drama on AMC called Halt and Catch Fire about computer programmers um, in the 80s. And there's an episode devoted to the NES coming... Uh, the arrival of the NES uh, and just being like a huge deal. There's an entire episode about these programmers playing Super Mario Brothers for the first time, and like 
like what the heck is it like not understanding what it is and 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 and, and learning about secrets and one ups and and how to beat this game like I don't know I think there's it's interesting to see video games being portrayed in a historical context um which is not usually the case in in a lot of TV um Mark is sharing an image what do we got here Yes I sent you guys the photo Oh of Yamaguchi Oh holy cow mm-hmm. Yeah it's great and that's Miyamoto there, right? I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but... That, looks like him. It looks like, like 80s yeah. Miyamoto, yeah. Yeah, they're cheersing. That's great. Glorious hair, love too. Wow. Love it. So, yeah, it should be an interesting movie. Um, I And, of course, the, the best part about a movie like this is you're going to get all the people being like, well, that's not what really happened. Like, I, I look forward Probably, to the... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I look forward to the... Uh, here's the liberties that were taken with the Tetris movie, you know? Um... And if you're also interested in the history of Tetris, uh, the gaming historian has a great hour-long mm-hmm. YouTube deep dive. Um, it's about fantastic. Yeah, making, yeah it's a really one. phenomenal the piece of uh, is piece of media there. Yeah. Go um, watch that instead of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, Seri- I'm like dead serious. I'm not even kidding. Good. Go watch that. No, it's, Honestly, it's like, really I was, I have been, I have the trailer on in the background, and I've been like glancing through it it looks good but like why watch this dramatization when you can watch that hour-long gaming historian documentary mm-hmm. and learn well, so there's much something about to that yeah though like sometimes like listen i'm one of these people i hate watching youtube videos like truthfully i can't watch youtube i, I work for a youtuber and i can't watch youtube like i, I can't, <laughs> um, that's fair like that's fair. really and truthfully like I, I can't i can't i can barely watch my own content that i make for youtube <laughs> Um, so like, I, I get why people would rather just watch like a full on movie, you know, with, with a Hollywood budget. Like I, I kind of understand the draw of it. Like, cause sometimes those, these hour long YouTube deep dives are a little dry. So I can, I can see the impulse to create a full on movie rather than watch, uh, you know, there's such a, such a stigma with the, the way YouTube, what do we call them? Video essays. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's such a flavor of media, and if you don't like that flavor, like I don't blame you for wanting to watch a movie. <laughs> you know that, what that, I mean? That's very true. I mean, I do consume a lot of like gaming video essays and stuff, but it's only because I like turning that stuff on in the background while I'm I doing do something else. Mm-hmm. You know? Same. Like while I'm driving or while I'm doing chores or anything like Campbell, that. Campbell, don't watch YouTube while you drive. Well, about listening to YouTube, I only watch YouTube while I'm driving. If there's a Nintendo Direct happening while I drive, and then anyone else on the road can suffer the consequences. But yeah, that's, that's on them. Yeah, they yeah. Got, they got in your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But otherwise, yes. Uh, video essays. They're they're like net white noise to me. Honestly, like it's just nice to have in the background. So interesting. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know if it's. It might just be a generational thing. Like I didn't grow up with it, so it's it's harder for yeah. me to watch anything more than like fifteen minutes on yeah, YouTube. Like camera. I grew up in the generation mm. of stimulation. I need to have something on in the background. <laughs> <you know? laughs> well, tr- truthfully, I'm just as bad, but in a different way. Like I uh-huh. always need input, but usually for yeah, me, it's yeah. it's usually it takes the form for me of having a podcast going. Like I'll. I'll put my phone in my pocket and just like have a podcast going or I'll put my earbuds in. Um, and like, I usually have some kind of a podcast going at all times, mm-hmm. but it doesn't usually take the form of a YouTube video. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Every now and then I might like, sometimes what I'll do is I'll, I'll be playing a game, like a playing a video game on my TV and I'll have my laptop open to YouTube. Like sometimes I'll do that. But even then for, for, for most of the stuff that I'm, if I'm gonna like watch a video, I want to sit down and watch a video. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I haven't quite graduated to the the white noise thing that you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like the idea of graduating. Although that said, oh, I don't know. I mean, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that said, there is a this apparently just came out. There is a, a, a double fine documentary about the making of Psychonauts two. Oh, I've heard about that. I really want to watch in. that. Yeah. yeah, I want to watch that one. Too. It's like fifty hours long. <laughs> That's why I want to watch that. So much white noise, you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Have you, did you watch the first one? I, I watched the, snippets the Broken of Age. It. It's it like really interesting. <laughs> yes, super interesting. Yeah. Uh, what a, what a fascinating company. Sorry, we're way off topic here. Um, but that, but that's what makes it fun. I, that's what makes it fun. I, I got distracted. Uh, should we wrap it there, gentlemen, or do we want to talk more about YouTube? 
<laughs> Not opposed to it. As one does on a Nintendo podcast. Yeah. Uh, no, we're good. Fair yeah, I think I'm good. Uh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Cameron Daxon. You can find some of my writing over on Goombastomp.com. I got a lot of content out this month, my friends. Uh, I ranked the Game Boy Advance launch lineup for the Nintendo Switch Online. I reviewed a game called Wanted Dead, which is kind of one of those so-bad-it's-good games. Uh, I made a little list of 20-plus games that I think should get remastered for the... for the Receive the Metroid Prime treatment, as I believe I said in my title. Um... All kinds of great stuff over on Goombastomp. I'm over on Twitter at Action Daxon. And since we were just talking about YouTube, you can find some of the videos I have written for Gerard the Completionist over on his channel. Uh, recently, we reviewed the Dead Space remake and Battletoads and Jack 3, a bunch of stuff that I helped write the scripts for those. And Mark, where can people find you on the internet? Find me at the Markel. That, of course, is Mark with the C, Cal with the K. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram over on Goombastomp.com. You can read up on why I think the Nintendo Switch successor is like a year and a half away. If, I don't know, I think it's going to be a little farther than other people think. And then you yeah. can read up on some Game Boy Advance games I'd like to see come to the service. Um, I'll have some reviews up for stuff that I can't say. And yeah. I love it. Mark, I hate that you're probably right about the Nintendo Switch thing. Probably. I, I hate, hate it too. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Campbell, what about yourself? Yes, you can find my games writing over at Goombastomp.com. Got an indie game spotlight that went up this weekend. It was Valentine's themed. It was pretty fun to put together. Go check it out. Um, and as well as some indie reviews and fun stuff like that coming out in the very near future. So you can check that out at Goombastomp.com. You can also find uh, me on social media at Campbell Eskill, uppercase CSG. I love it. N-Express is also on social media. We're on Twitter at N-Express Nintendo. Don't forget to rate, review, listen all the way to the end on the podcast platform of your choice. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.